0: Are you
1: working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. <laughs> Boy,
2: what is it you want to do when you grow up? Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Have a pass goes up to the end zone! Today's... And oh. said, oh. <laughs> the pass goes up to Philadelphia Eagles
1: are Super Bowl champion. Evening. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Hey, it's Talkin' Ish with your commish. It's like week six or seven of quarantine. Holy fucking shit, man. Is this stuff... Is this getting old? And you know, back in, let's say January, um, I had grand plans for right around this time where we could have a league meeting, stick around, drink some beers, play some games, probably some coob. And just figure things out for the league. And it was at this this meeting that I was um, planning on talking to you guys about something I've been meaning to talk to you about. So um, let's, let's kick the podcast right off with that because here we are. It's April. Um, not going to get to see you guys in person, unfortunately. Um, so this virtual medium we will have to do. And this podcast is obviously a place that we do a lot of announcements and news and things like that. So, as many of you know, back in December or so, um, Jen pulled the goalie, and me being the prolific scorer that I am, you know, I don't miss an empty net, so it didn't take long to score. That's right. The first lady is pregnant, we are having a baby, and that is the part that you may or may not know. Now, here's the part that you definitely don't. It's the gender. so can we get a can we get a little drum roll? it's a girl. And let's be honest, we all knew it was going to be a girl, right? That's like the one thing everyone always says to me like, "Oh, you're going to have all girls cuz uh, you know who you are." <laughs> That's what I always hear. Some comment like that. But you know what? In a in a weird way, I kind of I kind of wanted a girl. I don't know why. I just feel like maybe there's a a few things that girls do that guys don't. Like for example, um I think girls gravitate, like you know, daughters in particular gravitate to their dad. There is just some kind of evolutionary thing about that. Just like little boys favor their mothers, you know, they vie for like attention or whatever. So I don't know. Somebody told me that, and Jen's grandmother told me that. You know, she would take care of those kids all day long, and at the end of the day, the dad would come home, and the kids would just run right to him because dad's fun, dad's exciting plus i think having a daughter is a very good thing for a man because it shows you what it's like to be a woman in a way that you could never have experienced with your mother or your sister or your wife or whoever you're you're seeing like the evolution of someone that you produced it's your child and you're watching them become a woman that's a perspective that you can't get any other way and they say that that's very good for a man it makes him more sensitive which puts him more in touch with women, I guess. So, you know, maybe it's what I need. Maybe I need to be put in touch with women. So God has blessed me with a daughter if there was a God. Or maybe these are my justifications for not having a son. I don't know. You decide. I think having a son would have been cool, you know, all the sports things that people naturally think of when they think about a boy and just how fun dudes are. But girls can be sporty, too. They can do sporty things. As long as she can watch like sports with me and be somewhat interested, that'd be a huge win for me. I'd consider myself a successful parent if that were to happen. But we're very excited. Jen's doing great. She's only had a little bit mild illness in the beginning, but never since. So, fingers mm-hmm. crossed, knock on wood. That all stays the same. Uh, due date is sometime in October. I think October 6th is like the one we're working with, but you know that shit doesn't really stick. I think it's going to be 10-10-2020. At least that's what I'm hoping for because that's a cool birthday. It almost sounds like a collect call, phone number, or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, uh, just wanted to let you guys know. Here's me letting you know. Um, And, uh, yeah, I wish we could have done this in person, but here it is. I'm very excited to be a father. Just thought I'd share that news with you guys, kick off the podcast in a positive way, and then move on to our next topic, Call of Duty a game that has now consumed, I think, several of our lives um, in a way that I think is generally positive. I think video games are a good outlet, you know, shooting shit. It gets something out of your system that you just... You can't otherwise... It's like an itch you can't otherwise scratch. You know what I mean? But when I first picked up this game, I was horrified by it because I had been coming off of Grand Theft Auto. That was the first game I played on my new PC, and that's a very cartoonish shooter. And then you go to like I played the campaign, and I'm just like shit's exploding. I'm I felt like I was at war. I felt like I was charging through a, like a a real life like war. And it it's like a terrorist attack. That's like a like the opening little mission that you do in the game. You're fucking like in the middle of a terrorist attack or some shit. It's horrifying. It kind of turned me off for the game because I was like, holy shit, that's intense. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then um. One day I just picked it back up, played multiplayer, and that shit is fucking fun. And dude, Warzone, that's like next level fun. There is something to looting and surviving that is just so fun. I'm not very good at that part yet. Like I think in multiplayer, because I have a lot of chances to die, and I can just be very aggressive, um, I'm a much better player, and can rack up some kills, but... When you got to survive, it's about, like, your one-on-one ability in the game. And, like, I think it exposes you if you're not a good one-on-one player. And I'm not. I'm just, uh... I have a very specific set of skills, I guess. Like, I'm a good guy to just, like, camp there and make sure you don't die. I'll protect you. But you gotta let me be close. If I'm not close, um, I'm not very effective. I'm a close-in kind of killer, um... The game's crazy though, man. There's so much depth to that game. You can get very good with different weapons. Um, each weapon kind of has like its own usefulness in a game like Warzone too, you know. I just want to be good and fucking pawn noobs with my with my bros online because we're in virtual reality now, dude. Uh, this shit's like never gonna end, and we're just gonna be in virtual reality forever. We're soldiers now. That's our new occupation and every night we have to go to war. Sorry. Um, Sometimes we get sent to the gulag because we die. The gulag is, like, my favorite little fucking piece of that game because you can just, like, sit in there, spectate, people killing each other. It's like a prison-style war arena. I don't know why they, like, did that exist? I know gulags are in, like, Russia, but, like, is this what they were? Were they, like, fighting rings for you to respawn? (laughs) Sometimes you got to go into the real-life gulag, too, so you can play in the game. Like, every day, I am in the gulag against Jan. It's a one-on-one battle. And whoever wins this one-on-one battle gets to do what they want. And sometimes I don't win. Sometimes I get crushed. I, like, i am too aggressive. I go, I flank right, and she is behind me. And shoots me right in the back of the head. And then that's it. No no call of duty that night. But sometimes, sometimes the commission's just like... You know, he creeps around the corner. Pop, pop. He's back in the game. He's out of the gulag. Uh, but, you know, the gulag is a thing where it's kind of 50-50. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. So I'm not going to be able to do it every night because I'm not going to win in the gulag every single time. We could go on a hot streak where we win several nights in a row, but it's unlikely. Uh, Jan is a formidable opponent out there in, in the RL gulag. I mean, at the end of the day, it just comes down to, she wants to spend time with me. That's not work. Because, like, we're together all the time, yeah, but are we spending quality time? No. And, you know, sometimes I don't need to be up till 3 a.m. playing video games, but sometimes I do, and that's okay. It's just about balance. It's finding balance and being, you know, appropriate in the times of day in which you choose to do it, I guess. You know. Anyway, let's go to use out there on the soundboards we're gonna start with the ml um draft update
0: with the 21st pick in the 2020 nfl draft the philadelphia eagles select jalen Rager, wide receiver tcu drop
3: love to know your thoughts Commissioner. i'm sure you're gonna cover it but he's kind of like tyree kill he's under six foot but like We said it last night, man. I want someone that's 6'4", like Andre Johnson, that can go up and go get a ball. And it's just like, why can't we have that? We got some speedsters already. We got D-Jack. He's old. But the only highlights that I've watched of this Jalen Rager guy is just like punt returns. Like, that's cool and everything, but show me what you can do. Catch a ball. Go over somebody, you know? We'll see.
1: I mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it. But only time will tell. The Eagles' offense is predicated on speedy players or players that can be dynamic and fast. It's a fast-moving offense. And I think that's when it's at its best. And I think the thing you saw last year was that when depleted of any kind of person that can stretch the field, even though it might not be like, hey, we're throwing the ball to him every single time because he's burning dudes every single play, just to have that option of, hey, this guy's got to cover him deep or he's going to burn you. That's a that's a thing that changes the way the offense churns, and Carson Wentz in particular, I think, needs uh, receivers that can catch the fucking football. So, hopefully, this guy's that. Only time will tell. Uh, we could sit here and speculate about picks all we want, but none of us know. So, let's just let's just hope he's good. Back to ML.
3: Brent, I kind of like this guy. I just watched actually a pretty. I compared him and Justin Jefferson, and obviously, we didn't get Rugs or the other guy. Uh... I don't fucking know his name. I don't know, whatever. I kind of like this dude, man. I think he's going to be d 2.0. I think uh, he actually does go up and get those balls. And, you know, he does, he does a decent job. Looks like he's pretty good. I was really high on Justin Jefferson. I really wanted him. But he had a better quarterback. He had a better offense. He had other weapons around him. This guy was the only weapon on his entire team with a shit
1: quarterback, too. So uh, I like it. I kind of like it. I mean, he's scrappy, so hopefully he's got some attitude that translates into big place. And hey, you still got Deshaun Jackson, so you got two guys with hopefully still the same speed. Deshaun Jackson apparently was told by doctors that you're gonna be even better after this surgery, but we'll see. We'll fucking see, dude. He's old. He's like older than me, and I'm. I feel old. I couldn't. I couldn't run that fast at his age, if I was him. But I'm not. Anyway, let's go to the King of Jetro. Alright, Kamish, King of Jetro checking
2: in. Boy oh boy, do we have a sounder this week? I'm going fucking crazy. My I'm losing my mind. I can't do this quarantine anymore. My marbles are falling out of my head. But uh we'll persevere. Alright, first things first, NFL fucking draft. Go birds, dude. Go birds. All right, round one, the bird select. Jalen Rhaegar Targaryen, first of his name, King of the Andals and the First Men. Why do I like this pick? All right, this is, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm going to try. You watch the draft. They go to Tua Tagliacabulavolo's house. They go to Joe Burrow's house. They go to C.D. Lamb's house. They go to Chase Young's house. Everyone is in this fucking nice house. They got tapestries on the wall, they got curtains. They got fucking real leather couches, like, nice hardwood floors, a big kitchen. Fuck that. Our guy, Jalen Rhaegar Targaryen, bro, this guy lives in the fucking projects. He had a fish tank in a bedroom. He had fake leather couches. He had his auntie in a fucking walker slash wheelchair, John. This dude's hungry. His first paycheck, he's buying his family a house. All right? That's hunger that you can't teach on the fucking football field. I want him on my team. Carson. Drops back to pass. Jalen Rhaegard Targaryen. Zing! Touchdown. Book it. Week one. Great pick. A-plus on my draft board. All right. Round two just happened. Full disclosure, I wasn't watching. But I checked. And the Bang Bang Berg gang selected Jalen Hurts from the University of Alabama slash University of Oklahoma. Now... You simpletons might be thinking, oh, dude, dude, Carson can't stay healthy, dude. So we got to get an insurance policy for Carson Wentz, dude. Uh, wake up. Wake up. This is the new NFL. The Saints have paved the way. And they have the future today. I don't even know what that means. But Jalen Hurts is not here to replace Carson Wentz. He's also not here to be our backup QB, although he might end up being that anyway. He's going to be on the field in the same way that the Saints used that other guy. What's his name? Sean Hill? Sean Payton? Sean Hill? <laughs> you know, the white guy who also throws passes for the Saints. Jalen Hurts is going to do that for us. And it's going to be incredible. Why? Because we've got Dougie fucking Patterson at the helm. All right? Dougie Patterson is going to find schemes. When drops back. He throws it over to Hurts. Hurts, is he running? Is he throwing? You don't know. Maybe he runs. Maybe he throws to Rhaegar Targaryen. We don't fucking know. But you fucking pessimists, y'all can suck my dick. Eternal optimism. Go, Birds.
1: I mean, I can't argue with that last bit on Jalen Hurts. You know, Carson Wentz is also not the healthiest guy. I got him up here on the wall. Ever since we put him on the wall, it's like he's been fucking made of glass. I don't mean that to start any kind of drama, you know. I get it. Carson's your quarterback. He's your franchise guy. But if a guy like this is available, I do agree with Jake. He's a dynamic player. And Doug Peterson likes toys to play with. And he's going to be calling the plays still. So, Doug wants a guy, gets a guy. Maybe convince Howie that this is the best guy available. Maybe they agreed. Maybe it was Howie's idea. Who the fuck knows? But they picked him. And hopefully that's something that you can use in the future. Second round pick feels viscerally, I think, not good. Uh, When you have a franchise quarterback and you take uh, another quarterback. But best player available is a strategy in the draft. Will it pan out? I don't know. Time will tell, right? Time will tell. Let's go to Dave.
0: Do you ever wonder if the Eagles just got really fucking lucky the year we won the Super Bowl and that maybe Doug isn't as good of a coach and Howie isn't as good as a GM as we think? I'm not saying they're not or they are, you know. I'm just wondering. Do you ever think that sometimes?
1: I don't. I mean what they did in that Super Bowl season can't be like it can't be construed, I think, as uh just luck, in my opinion. They overcame a lot of adversity that year. They overcame like every everyone on the fucking team being injured. Do you remember that? A lot of fucking people hurt. And they used a backup quarterback and just like the strength of a team. He built a team and went to the promised land. So if he can do it once, I mean, I, I really do think he can do it again. He showed you a few times so far that he can take a team that looks like it's not going the right way and turn it around and make the playoffs, win some big games, bring the team to a position to win a game and be right there on the cusp all the time. So, I think uh, I'll give Doug a pass. Uh, we'll see how this pans out, though. I mean, we don't know. Let's go back to Dave.
0: Yo, I don't know. I hope the Eagles have something up their sleeve. Not too crazy about the Rager pick, but the Hurts pick isn't as bad as as you think. I mean, Carson, he, he's injury-prone. Like, let's just just put it out there. So it's facts. So, we need a solid backup, and this kid could end up being like the next, like it could be a Lamar Jackson situation where you just, or like Michael Vick was like years ago. You just have a great backup that you can't ignore. <laughs> and you could even get something for Wentz like two, two years from now, like Wentz could have a couple of good seasons. You could probably get like a second and third rounder for Wentz or something. Like it's not like it's, this is a bad investment. This is an investment that can go in several different directions. It can go the Saints direction for the short term and go the Baltimore direction for the long term, you could trade Wentz. You could hold on to Wentz. Him, he's going to want to start eventually. So they're going to have – clearly they're not 100% in on Wentz. I don't care what they say, how they spin it to the media, because you would have just drafted like From or like some like decent backup in like this fifth round. So I, I don't know, man. Two on a quarterback?
1: We'll see what happens.
0: I hope they have something on their sleeve.
1: I think you make a lot of valid points, my friend. Um I, I really do. I don't I don't think the Eagles are 100% in on Wentz. Clearly, you're drafting a quarterback. You're li- I mean, that's an, that is insurance no matter how you fucking spin it. It's an insurance pick. Because who knows? To Dave's point, maybe he could turn out to be this fucking superstar that comes out of nowhere. And fuck it. Like if he's better than Carson Wentz, I want him to start on my team. Football and sports is a what have you done for me lately type of situation. And Carson Wentz has not done much for me lately, so if someone better comes in, I'm willing to listen. Let's go back to Jake,
2: dude. Ticks? Are you kidding me, Brent? Last podcast, ticks? What the fuck, dude? You gotta, you gotta take care of that. You can't be having ticks. Ticks are bad. Bad news. You gotta, uh, you gotta treat your clothing with permeth, uh, permethrin, per. Permethrin. This podcast is brought to you by Permethrin. Treat your clothes with Permethrin. It might be toxic to you, but it's also toxic to ticks. Keep the ticks off your dick. Permethrin.
1: <laughs> I appreciate the uh, you doing the ads for me this time. That's nice. I'll check into Permethrin. My tick, re- uh, my tick situation's been resolved. I went this week and got a uh, powerful antibiotic. One dose, one dose antibiotic, powerful. Knocked me, knock me the fuck out that day. I just felt like, woof, hit me. Uh, but hopefully that killed whatever bullshit that tick may have had. I've since had several other tick bites, by the way. Uh, but, you know, I took the medicine after those tick bites. So hopefully all of them have been eradicated of bullshit. Let's go back to Dave.
0: They also could just develop hurts for the next couple years. Re-sign wentz And trade Hurts for maybe a couple picks. If he's that good, you can get a a good return on him. There's – it's – I actually kind of like it. The Rager pick fucking is – it's getting to me, dude. Oh, man. I just, like – look at the last time the Eagles got, like, a stud big receiver. Like, once in the Super Bowl. Like, we haven't had a good history of having receivers – but then again, neither is Bill Belichick, so I don't fucking know, dude. we are It's easy for all of us sitting on our couches to criticize when these guys get paid millions to evaluate talent, so we'll see.
1: That last point's very true, and we don't fucking know. No one does. I mean, people develop, people take to the league faster than others. You never fucking know what's going to happen with these guys, so it's all speculation. Let's go to Jake, who has um, some propositions.
2: Last thing, Brent, I promise. No, it's not. I got one more after this. Gronk, dude. Gronk is back. The fucking ultimate meathead is back in the game. He's perusing FanDuel, and they set the lines for Gronk for next season, assuming that, you know, we have a season. So, let me know what you think of this. Over under 599.5 yards. Over under 5.5 touchdowns on the season for one Robert Gronkowski. Personally, I would want to hit the over on both. Tampa Bay is fucking loaded at their offensive positions. I think I'd be leaning over, assuming he doesn't break his back and die. I don't know. What do you think? You know what? Whatever you say, I'm going to make a $50 bet on. You tell me, Brent. All right? I'll hang up and listen. All right.
1: Here's what I think. So on on the first one, uh, 599.5 yards over under, um, you went over. I might go under, and the reason for that, I mean, Gronkowski took a year off, and even before that year off, I mean, he got smashed around a bit. So he's going to be coming back, I guess, a little bit fresh, but I think knowing uh, how, I don't know, this is just my perspective, I just think he would maybe come back, not want to get as banged up, they use him more as like a red zone type of situation. So I think touchdowns go up, yardage goes down. Um, because they have OJ Howard or whatever that kid's name is, the other tight end they drafted a few years ago, who hasn't really lived up to potential, but two tight end sets is what they ran in New England. They've got the ability to do that shit, like here. So I mean, who knows? I don't know. That's my that's my guess. I'll go over on um on yards. I'm sorry, under on yards. I'm gonna go under. I'm fucked up at this point, guys. Uh, under on yards, over on touchdowns. And Promethean. I gotta get Prometheus for my ticks and stuff. All right, one last call from Jake.
2: Cod Squad, War Zone. Cod Squad, War Zone. Bone yard, where we dropping? We're my cod squad. Squad the fuck up, dude. Let's go.
1: Hurt. Dude, all I want to do is play that game. I have dreams about it. No, no gulag dreams yet. They would be nightmares, actually. Gulag nightmares. None of that. Not yet. Well, thank you all who checked in. We appreciate your contributions, as always. Uh, and that's, all, that's it for our time here today. We hope you all enjoyed your time and had a good time with us. I'm trying to be like Mr. Rogers, but let's be real. I'm like the opposite of that. I wish I had a show like that where Mr. Rogers was just like hanging out with fucking random people like the mailman. Could you imagine if you like invited the mailman into your house today? Like that would be a weird, that would be a weird television. <laughs> like, oh, hey, Mr. Postman, do you have get another box from Amazon that just shipped today? Yes, I do. I've got several boxes from Amazon, Mr. Brent. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird concept for a TV show. Anyway, yeah, I should probably stop talking and get the fuck out of here. I got stuff to do. I actually have a Zoom, Zoom call top one on tonight to tell some more folks about the news. So thank you all for checking in, talking ish with your commish. We'll be back next week.
3: Decided. Durable. Right. It's roll. Durable. It's roll. Right. Right. She left the,
0: time. Party, all the
3: time. Ooh, 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 ooh. party all the time.
2: It's roll. She left the all the time. Party all the time. Girl, seen you clubs, just hanging out and dancing. It's roll.
3: Rap, 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 all
2: It's, it's, it's,
3: it's What the fuck? i Dirt, 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 dirt,
2: It's roll. It's 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 it's
3: roll. Respect me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. Dur-, dur dur ball. Turn ball Turn ball
0: Turn ball it's right. Um, I think you just got uh cocked.